You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And hello, ladies and gentlemen, folks, everyone, all you wonderful listeners out there. This is the On Point with Victor show. You are listening to the America's Web Radio, an awesome station. Yes, indeed, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but I am Victor Armendariz, and this is, like I said, the On Point with Victor show. So welcome all. Um, if I sound a little rushed or breathing hard, it's because I'm out of shape. But not not only am I out of shape, um, I ran up the stairs to get to the studio today, folks. I don't take elevators unless I have to. And no, it's not because I'm afraid of the Wuhan. I don't take the elevators because my fat you-know-what needs to get in shape. And the more stairs I take, the more weight I feel like I lose. <laughs> so, um, But I was uh, – your humble host was uh, running a little late today. But, hey, I made it. Sort of. We might be a minute late, but hey, you know what? It happens. So, uh, but it doesn't happen often. Uh, we've been doing this show now. Uh, let's see, Mr. Pedusa. We've been doing this for what, a year, just over a year. And this is the first time that I've been almost late. <laughs> so that's a pretty good track record. So, all right. Uh, we've got a lot to get to today, as always. I mean, there's so much to talk about. Um, and folks, I, I have a message today um, for for everyone out there, but especially for those of you voters in Georgia and those, the Trump voters out there, the many, 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 many thousands and thousands and millions of you, um, and, and those of you in Georgia specifically, um, who love Trump, and your, your heart is broken. Um, I understand that. Uh, so is mine. And, um, but I have a message because we, we, we can move forward and we can keep the, the America first agenda. We can keep that in the front line if we don't stop fighting. We cannot say the election was stolen and then just stop fighting. Um, was there fraud? <laughs> Absolutely 100%. Um, was it enough to throw a Georgia? I don't think so. But was it enough that it flipped Pennsylvania? Hey, it's maybe. Arizona? Maybe. Michigan? Wisconsin? There was some crazy things going on. You can't deny that. Now, again, we don't, we haven't seen the proof that it flipped the election to Biden, but you can't say there wasn't fraud. So I, I understand that and I know that. But right now we have to go with the facts that are on the ground. We have to, to, to look forward. And and as it seems right now, unless unless the uh, the the Giuliani case and and uh, oh, I'm going to forget her name, but the other law, that's a group of lawyers for, that are working on Trump's behalf and on the people's behalf. Um, if they make it into a court and they have a, and the case gets to the Supreme Court, then maybe something could change between now and in a couple of weeks when this race has to be certified. Um, and then who knows? Maybe something can happen before January 20th. But but anyway, right now we have to operate. Under the assumption that um, Hyden Biden, that socialist Biden, and I say that because he's no—he's not a moderate Biden like people like to say he is. He's not. He—he he hasn't been moderate since the '73, maybe. Uh, remember, this guy's been in politics for almost 50 freaking years. Um, but we have to go with the assumption that this guy's going to be inaugurated on January 20th, and um, but we have to keep up the fight. Because we can't lose the Senate. And I know I talked about it last week, and I know you're hearing it on the airwaves and other places. Uh, but, folks, 
it is so important that we keep the Senate. And the only way we're going to keep the Senate is if the Trump voter, uh, the Trump supporter like myself, folks, look, I make no bones about it. You people who have listened to me for over the past year, uh, you know where I stand. Uh, I love President Trump. Um, but we cannot let our frustration with, with the fraud that was out there, um, the fact that um, it looks like, you know, Biden squeaked out a win in Georgia, and I'll get to that later, so don't scream at your, your listening devices yet. Um, the point is, right now, the way everything's going, it looks like Biden's going to be inaugurated, so we cannot give up the fight. We cannot be so mad that we give up fighting. Um, we just can't. We cannot. We have to pull it together. And we as Trump voters, in order for Trump's movement to continue, in order to to save Trump's legacy, because, look, President Trump's legacy is our legacy. It's the people's legacy. It's the 74 million people who voted for him. It's the blue-collar worker who has more money in his pocket today. That's the Trump legacy. Um, it's it's the po- person who was in poverty who is now lifting their way up through maybe entering that middle class. That's the Trump legacy. It's it's the, the number of workers who got off the sideline because there were no jobs under the Obama years who had a job under the Trump years. That's the Trump legacy. We have to fight for that. And if we get so frustrated, if we let anger rule the day, folks, you hear me talk about it all the time on this show, uh, in your own personal lives, whether it's politics or, or just something else going on in your life, if you let anger rule your day, your life is going to be very, very hard. And life is hard as it is. And, and you know you've heard me talk about this. You cannot let that anger emotion control you. If you lead your day off with the with the uh, emotion of anger, it's going to ruin the rest of your day, and then it's going to ruin your week, and then your month, and then your year. Because look how fast these years are going by, folks. Please, please do not let anger do not let anger make the decisions for you on your on your life or do not make your daily decisions with anger in your mind or anger in your you know your emotions um look for the positive because there's always you can always find positive if you look hard enough positivity is not easy negativity is very easy but positivity is not so it's going to take a little work but but hear me when i tell you and i'm going to get to this in just a few but we've got to keep on fighting because we can hold the senate and if we hold the Senate, then we stop the the Biden agenda. And trust me, we have to stop the Biden agenda, even even on behalf of the the misinformed voter, the dumb masses that are out there that voted for Biden. Um, even for them, for their sake, we have to stop the Biden agenda. You know, a lot of those voters, they don't know it. Um, the most painful thing about the, the Biden voter is many of them were Republicans. Uh, not, I mean, there were, there were enough of them. Let me put it that way. Um, and I'll get to that because there's data to show this. Um, the never Trumper, the so-called, the, the, well, I say so-called conservative because the establishment Republicans aren't really conservative. Uh, at least many of them aren't. And the establishment that is the Republican Party in Washington, um, you had that type of voter that didn't, that didn't vote for Trump. They voted for Biden and then they voted Republican down ticket. Uh, but they didn't vote for Trump. And, and, and that, that really hurt. And it, it blows my mind that they would do this because you cannot tell me on one hand that, oh, I, I, I'm so disgusted that Trump's not presidential, wah, 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 and then put somebody like Biden in who's going to raise your taxes, kill your business, 
um, take away your Second Amendment, infringe on your First Amendment, um, completely do away with private health care. I mean, these are, this is the Biden agenda. Do away with fossil fuels. Do away with fracking, oil, drilling. This is the Biden agenda, and I'm not making any of that up. I don't care how much he'll lie to your face and tell you he's not, because I can go find you a video where he's talking to the crowd that that likes him, and he tells them what he was going to do. He tells them the truth. So you got to understand, we've got to pull together, and we've got to stop the Biden agenda. That's what this is about. You know, it really is. This is about stopping the Biden agenda, which is the Sanders agenda, the AOC and squad agenda, the Pelosi agenda, the Schumer agenda. So you never Trumpers out there who didn't vote for Trump in 2020, and you you um, establishment Republicans who didn't vote for Trump in 2020, shame on you. You can't look at the American people and tell them you have them in your in your good kindness of your heart. When you would let somebody like Biden win, you would not all of them voted, folks. So don't misunderstand me, but some of them did vote for Biden. Um, so you can't tell me on one hand that Trump's so awful that you just can't morally put him in the office and then and then put somebody like Biden in who's going to raise taxes, which is going to hurt the families. It's going to hurt kids. Get rid of school choice. It's going to hurt children. Um, get rid of fossil fuels. Bye bye jobs. It's going to get rid of oil drilling. Bye bye jobs. Um, it's going to appease China, so bye-bye manufacturing jobs. Uh, I mean, folks, I could go on and on and on. That is the Biden agenda. So we, we cannot we cannot allow that to happen. So uh, before I get into all, all of the, the Georgia talks, I do want to get into some Georgia talk and the Senate race talk. Um, I want to mention something. Uh, I, I, you know, I like to tell you guys sometimes what I do on my weekends, actually because some of you ask, so I like to answer. Um, the last couple of weeks I've spent, um, well, a couple of weeks ago I spent a day, a demo day at, uh, Indian, uh, Indian motorcycle dealership here in, in local here in Georgia. And, uh, it was a fantastic time. And I got to ride a couple of Indian, different Indian motorcycles and it was just absolutely awesome. And I wanted to just give a little shout out to Indian of Marietta. Um, what an awesome dealership this is, folks. If you're looking for a motorcycle and you're, uh, you want to get out and maybe, maybe it's your first motorcycle, maybe it's your second, third or fourth. Um, and you haven't looked at the Indian lineup, head out to Indian of Marietta in uh, Marietta, Georgia. You, you will not regret it. Uh, it will be, it's, it's just a great place, the great people. Uh, this past Saturday, I went out there because Saturday was actually good weather before it's sub-zero temperatures arrived here in Georgia. Um, and I spent a few, little bit of time with them. It's just a great place. You can go, even if you're not buying, there's such good people. They'll, you can go in there and there's, there's always a group of riders in there laughing and joking with the staff at, uh, Indian, Mar- Indian Motorcycles of Marietta, Indian of Marietta. So, so give it a, give it a, give it a try, especially if you're in the market for a motorcycle. So, all right, folks. Um, so once again, we have, um, a Democrat elected official who is showing by example that they are better than you are, that their life means more than your lives, that the, the, their ability to go out and enjoy the nice sunny weather and, and dine out is more important that they can do it than you. And why am I saying that? Because now you've got, I believe it was the mayor of L.A. and, and, and maybe California, Greg, you know, is one of my awesome listeners out in California, can verify this later. Um, but... You had, I believe, the mayor of L.A. County, as I, I believe is what this person was, who, I mean, this was last week, folks. They they uh, voted to shut down dining. Um, 
and shut down outdoor dining. So now not only can you not feed indoors, they just went ahead and said, we're just going to go ahead and kill off your business. Now you can't serve outdoors. And within hours of them saying, telling you, you the peasant, that you can't eat out, that you can't go eat on a patio, and that those restaurants must shut down, within hours, where do you think that, that, that elected official was with her little entourage? They were in Santa Monica eating out at one of the very places they were about to shut down. So remember what I tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Socialism is for the people. Not the socialist. Socialism will be for you, the peasant, not for the elitist politician that are all these Democrats think they are, and, and unfortunately some of the establishment Republicans as well. Um, so once again, there you go, folks. They tell you you can't do it, but then they go do it because they think they're above you. This is an elected official that's supposed to represent you, the people, and we the people. So, all right, folks, we're going to take our first break. When we get back, I'm going to get into some Georgia talk. So stay right there. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. And I want to remind everybody that if you're a senior in high school and haven't quite decided what you want to do, the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame has scholarships. If you've been in ROTC, uh, junior ROTC, and uh, you're going to college and you want to pursue a career in the military, well, check into the scholarships that Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame has. And um, then congratulations on your decision to go into the military. It's a great opportunity. And I think from what my son says, you'll love it every minute. And uh, I just wish I could go back in and do it all over again. But anyway, uh, check out the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame scholarships and check it out today. Call them. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Um, okay, so now again, the, w- w- before we went to that break, I just gave you another example of another Democrat telling you what you can't do. You can't go out and have fun. Now you can't go eat in a restaurant in California, in L.A. County. You can't eat on the patio. Can't dine in. But the elected officials, they can. They went out. And they had a fine, fun time frolicking all around on the patio of some restaurant that in Santa Monica. But you can't. So this elected official who should be bending over backwards in gratitude that they're able to, to, to represent the voter, they think they are royalty, folks. This is the problem with today's Democrat Party. This is everywhere in the Democrat Party. Um, Pelosi. 
you can't have uh, a haircut and go get all beautified, but she can. She everything in San Francisco was shut down, but she got it open for her. You can't do that. Um, Pelosi prances around in her million dollar home with a big wall around it, armed security, and fifteen dollars for little cups of ice cream all in her. $10,000 fridge of which she has two of them that is your so-called representative folks she can do that you can't um, same goes with Cuomo Cuomo telling everybody now you can't do this you can't do that but then he goes and has them parties it up he can do it you can't um, look at um, the, the governor of California um, Gavin I'm going to forget his name <laughs> Newsom, that's right, Gavin Newsom. Uh, look what look what Newsom did. He's you couldn't have a Thanksgiving celebration, but that bozo went off and had just a good old party. Uh, look at the mayor of uh, Chicago. You can't go out and do anything. You can't have a gathering. You can't have multiple houses together. You can't do any of that. But she went to a big celebratory party to congrat to to celebrate the perceived Biden win. So. These are elected officials, folks, who are elected to represent you. They aren't kings and queens and princes and princes. Uh, they aren't royalty. They're far from it. In fact, they work for we the people. And it's about darn time we the people start throwing them out. If you people in Chicago don't, then I know, I know. I got all my conservative listeners are out there. In fact, some of them are from Chicago. They're telling me that Chicago is so corrupt it doesn't matter. You're never going to be able to throw them out. And, And I know you're right. But it's nice to at least think and dream that the people could stand together. You know, if enough Democrats got sick of uh, this Lightfoot's, uh, all her antics in Chicago, if enough Democrats got sick of it, they could throw her out. And if enough Californians would wake up, they'd throw out Newsom. Um, if enough Michigans, M- Michiganians, <laughs> I'm probably saying that wrong, but um, if enough Michigan people um, would uh, wake up, they could throw out uh, that crazy governor that they have. And the same thing in New York, the same thing in New Jersey. Um, but you notice every every city I, and state I just mentioned are run by Democrats and Democrats only. Not a Republican can be found. And, and folks, those of you who voted for Biden, um, you've got to ask yourself, why are the worst cities in America run by Democrats? And they've been run by Democrats for decades and decades and decades with no Republican in sight. You cannot deny that there's a problem there, but yet you you sycophantly <laughs> continue to vote for the party that holds you down. You continue to support the party that that tells you they're for the working man. And that's another thing, folks. I am so tired of people telling me, oh, but Democrats are for the working man. No, they're not. No, they're not. Maybe way back in the Kennedy days or before Kennedy, but not now, not today. The Democrat Party is the party of the elite. The Democrat Party is the party of the uber rich. And and the, all the evidence is there for you to see. You just don't want to divorce the letter D. You can't let go of the letter D. You are so married and so connected to the letter D that you cannot see what you hate or claim to hate is right there in front of you. What you claim to be against is the party that you support. 
That is today's Democrat Party. They are the party of the elite. They are the party of the uber-rich. Amazon, this guy's a billionaire by I don't know how many times. He's a Democrat. Google, Democrat. Apple, Democrats. Um, GM, Democrats. I mean, I could go on. Hollywood, Democrats. Sports figures, Democrats. Um, ESPN, Democrats. These are all uber-rich people, or at least somewhat rich people, and they're all Democrats. The Democrat Party is the party of the elite. Understand that. And if you've been raised to be a Democrat then you really need to step back and listen to my words and 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 do some investigation if you want if you need to but it isn't going to be hard for you to go look and figure out who the apples and the googles and the facebooks um who they're voting for the amazons who they support who do they give money to coca-cola i'm telling you folks the Democrat Party is the party of the rich. And if you continue to tell me that you hate corporations and you're so mad at the, the rich CEOs, it's the Democrat Party that you, you're you going to have to divorce yourself from. Because you're telling me on one hand all the things you dislike, but the very party that you vote for is the party that upholds all the things you're saying you don't like. So, um, folks, I'm not making this up. Look. I'm Hispanic. Many of you know that. I grew up being told that because of my skin was brown, because I had Hispanic blood, that I had to vote Democrat. I was told that most of my life. But thankfully, thankfully by the grace of God and my wonderful parents and, and some good, good, good close friends and, and good education uh, and and. Let's let's give credit mostly to my parents because I developed an independent thinking mind. And when I went into the education, I took education for what it was, learn and 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 learn how to be a critical thinker. And and by being a critical thinker, you're going to question things, and that's what I did. And that's how I became an independent-minded voter. And that's why I'm not a Democrat. <laughs> not today. Not today's Democrat. Uh, because, folks, I am for for me personally – I am for the working man. I want every person, every citizen in this country, I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what your background is. If you're a citizen of this country, I want you to have the, all the opportunity that a freedom and liberty loving country can bring you. And then everyone can lift up. Everyone can, no one has to be in poverty. Not in this country, folks. Not in this country. Unless we vote for the wrong people. You vote for today's Democrat, and you are voting for shared misery. Um, it's not hyperbole. It's just a fact. So, all right, let me get into a little bit about Georgia. I want to bring this. I, I, I know you folks out there across the nation, my California listeners, my Florida listeners, New York listeners, um, Utah listeners, all of you guys, Montana listeners. Um, I can't say enough again. Thank you very much. Uh, but bear with me here because what's going on in Georgia is going to affect the country. And I'm talking about the two Senate races. I'm talking about David Perdue and I'm talking about uh, Kelly Loeffler. And, and you know, let me gripe a little bit. You know, I, I, I you guys hear me gripe about the establishment Republican Party. Um, we we have to do something about this, folks. And this is what I mean about not letting the, the America First agenda die. Don't let the MAGA movement die. We Trump supporters, we have to pull together, stay together, and stay active. 
because we can change the establishment party. The establishment Republican Party is going to have to be changed, but we're going to have to do it as voters. Um, and the reason why I bring that up is because, folks, here I am with a with a, a pretty good national radio show. It is Internet radio, folks. We're, we're, we're probably the largest Internet radio station in the country, America's Web Radio. Um, I've reached thousands and thousands of listeners with just my show uh, a month. And I have reached out to Kelly Leffler, and I have reached out to David Perdue, and neither one of them have gotten back to me. Now, if you're out there and you're associated with the campaign of Kelly Leffler and the campaign of David Perdue, I will once again, I am asking you and giving you, I'm offering you to reach thousands of people through this radio show just by coming in or calling in so we can discuss the race and how important it is for the Republican Party to keep control of the Senate. And and what just boggles my mind is how these campaigns are so non-responsive, and that's that's a shame. So I am not here to be a sycophant for any party or candidate, and I am not here to to stroke the backs of a candidate just because I support them. So so understand, uh, I I am not going to stroke David Perdue and Kelly Leffler's campaigns. I'm going to be hard on them. But also don't don't misunderstand. I do support them 100 percent because I support freedom and liberty. And if the Republicans lose the Senate, then we're going to lose the Second Amendment. They're going to come after the Second Amendment, folks. They're going to they're they're not going to go directly and change the Constitution because they can't. But through regulation and taxation and the reconciliation budgetary process, if the Democrats control the Senate, they're going to come after guns by taxing ammo, taxing guns, taxing right, taxing everything. They're going to make it prohibitive for normal Americans to buy a weapon to protect themselves. That is attacking the Second Amendment. And that is why it's not so much that I that I believe everything that Kelly says or everything David says, but I know what the conservative movement is. And I know that a Republicans controlling the Senate, that we can block the Biden gun grabbing agenda. And uh, if we lose the Senate, man. Biden's going to run rampant with this Green New Deal crap and this gun-grabbing crap that he wants to do. So, so again, I, I have frustrations with Kelly's campaign and with, with David Perdue's campaign uh, because I am here trying to give them free airtime to reach as many voters as they can. And look, I'll offer the same thing to that um, trust fund baby Ossoff and the uh, other guy. <laughs> I won't even say his name because he's such a radical. Because I would like to debate them myself. But they don't have the courage, ladies and gentlemen. Warnock doesn't have the courage to come and debate me, and neither does uh, Ossoff. Neither one of them would come sit at this uh, studio and debate me. They wouldn't. They don't even want to have a discussion with me. Because they don't want you, the listener, to hear the questions that I would ask. They don't want – the media won't ask them the questions, but I will. So so they, they won't come in. But David Perdue and Kelly Leffler – you guys need to to reach out and and take every, not just my show, any any show that's giving you airtime. You need to take it. This election is way greater than David Perdue and way greater than Kelly Loeffler. In order to preserve the the American way of life, we have to maintain control of the Senate. So that's my gripe with Kelly and uh, David Perdue. So um, that's Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue. I'm not trying to join them. Uh, they are separate. Uh, <clears throat> but but we do – folks, we have to support them. But but it, it is frustrating when when somebody is offering free airtime and they're – they just – they won't even respond. So that's frustrating. But, but 
that being said, and I only bring that up because I know I have listeners all over the place, and and there's probably some some listeners who are um, involved with the camp, both of those campaigns, that hopefully can take what they're hearing from me and go talk to somebody in the campaign and, and reach out to me. And he, reaching out to me is easy. It's victor at americaswebradio.com. Victor, V-I-C-T-O-R, at americaswebradio.com. So reach out to me. Let's make this happen because we have to hold the Senate. And, folks, I, I, I'm telling you, you, you guys, and I, I started the show off this way. You've heard me talk about how much I support President Trump. Uh, and I really, truly, truly do love and adore President Trump. I think history will show him to be the best one-term president we've ever had. And I say one-term uh, if he doesn't get inaugurated on January 20th and if he doesn't run again in four years, which you never know, he might. Um, all right, folks, when we get back, I'm going to get into some more Georgia stuff, so don't uh, go away. Stay right there. We'll be right back. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hi, folks. We are back. Uh, you are listening to the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderes. Hey, I got a question in from uh, a listener here, so I wanted to bring this up. Um, actually, this is a comment. So we have a household. And this is a listener's household um, where it's a, a husband, a wife, and a daughter. The daughter and the wife are Democrats. Why? I don't know. Apparently, the husband hasn't been doing his job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, this, I'm sure, goes on in different in many households. So you've got the wife is a Democrat, the daughter is a Democrat, and the husband is a Republican. All three of them, during the primaries, they, uh, they, they reached out for an absentee ballot. And now... The two Democrats in the household are getting inundated with applications to get their absentee ballot. And, and folks, I if you don't know Georgia very well, the, the Georgia's absentee, we don't do mail-in ballots, but we do absentee balloting here. And the, the, and I talked last week about how we needed to fix the absentee ballot process because one of the problems in Georgia is you have third-party companies all over the place that can send any voter in Georgia an application to get their absentee ballot. So you're not just getting, you're not getting this application from the state of Georgia, from the Secretary of State's office. You're getting it from third party places all over the place that are just inundating people with a, get your absentee ballot. So you're, you're not receiving a ballot, but you're receiving a request, an application to get your absentee ballot. And so in this household, this listener is telling me he, the Republican, hasn't received anything. But the two Democrats in the household are receiving uh, on a daily basis, I guess, he's, what he made it sound like. But on a weekly basis, let's just say they're getting uh, applications for for their uh, absentee ballot. They're getting flyers. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to get your this. Don't forget. You know, they're so 
clearly this is one of the problems in Georgia. And this is and look, there was fraud in Georgia. You can't say there wasn't. And, and I'm not saying there wasn't um, my my what I say in Georgia. And my feeling is there wasn't enough fraud to flip the election. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. But uh, but I just want to for this listener out there who's getting inundated with uh, with with these little letters that say applic- application for absentee ballots and all that. That's third party companies out there, usually probably run by leftist groups that are just throwing all these applications out as many as possible because they they're really trying to jazz up the Democrat vote uh, for this runoff election. And look, when you look at the history of the runoff election. There, it, it, it's a base election, and typically the Republicans vote more. They're they're a stronger vote for for runoff elections, and the Democrats typically don't turn out as much in the runoff election. So right now, you've got the Democrat Party that, if they were honest, they would tell you that they're worried about the runoff. And that's why you're seeing all these companies and all these groups doing everything they can to try and make it as easy as possible. And they want everybody to get an absentee ballot because they want to be able to come around and ballot harvest. And that's another thing that needs to stop. So if you are a household and you get somebody in Georgia that comes and knocks on your door and asks you if you've voted already or ask you if they can take your ballot for you, you tell them no and get the you-know-what off your property. Uh, you do not want to allow these people to have any any – contact with your ballot if you do get your absentee ballot and don't let them help you fill out the absentee ballot application just don't let them do any of that mess um, you guys are adults and you're you, you can figure out how to vote you've done it before and if you're a new voter then you know figure it out voting should be hard hell i think voting should be painful <laughs> because if you get it wrong <laughs> it ought to be painful but um but that's 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 what's going on in Georgia, and that goes on across the country, uh, all, I'm sure. Um, but uh, but let me get into a little bit of this Georgia stuff. Um, a lot of Trump voters are angry, and they're angry because they feel like the Georgia was stolen. And folks, look, we're here, America's Web Radio. We're headquartered here. This is our home base, is Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm not going to tell you there wasn't fraud because there was. But the data is looking like there wasn't enough fraud to flip the election. Now, I am not saying we shouldn't prosecute. Now, I'm, I might be one of the only ones out there right now saying under no circumstances can we allow this fraud to happen. I don't care if it was one fraudulent vote or a 100,000 fraudulent votes. All of them need to be pursued and prosecuted. Um, I don't care if it flipped an election or not. Fraud has to be stopped. And if we let the fraud go on now, if we say, well, it didn't flip the election, so we have to move on, we can't do that because if the fraud was enough today to – to, or let's just put it this way. If there was enough fraud in this election and we let it get away with – we let them get away with it, it might double next time or triple. And then fraud is really going to start flipping elections. We cannot allow this to happen. So in no way, shape, or form am I telling the people of Georgia or anywhere else to just move on. Because if there was there there was fraud, and every fraudulent case needs to be pursued and prosecuted, that's the only way to stop this, folks. You start taking these people and throwing their butts in jail, uh, then this fraud will stop. Now that being said, 
the data in Georgia, now I'm speaking specifically for Georgia because I want you guys to understand this because I've gotten emails and I've gotten questions um, from, from Trump supporters and people who, who listen to me and support me who are a little confused about what I'm saying because they, they know I'm a Trump supporter. Like I said, love Trump. You guys have heard me. I absolutely love him. I think he's going to go down as the best pre- four-year president we've ever had. Um, and that is, unless he runs again, then he'll have a second term. But right now, it looks like he's going to be a one-term president, and I think he's going to be the best one that we've had. So I love the guy. I adore him. I adore the movement. I adore. I I I adore. I adore. Um, I firmly stand with Trump's accomplishments. I mean, my goodness, this guy came in, and in four years, we had the lowest unemployment we've ever seen across the board, the lowest unemployment for blacks, the lowest unemployment for Hispanics, the lowest unemployment for Asians, the most women in the workforce. Um, we had more people that got off the sidelines because through eight years of Obama, we were putting, we were adding people to the uh, welfare roles. We were adding people to the, the um, not working. They were out of the labor force. And under President Trump, Hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people came off the the uh, sidelines and back into the workforce. That happened under President Trump. We became energy independent. We have three Muslim countries that are now have peace offerings with, with Israel. They now recognize Israel as a state. That happened with President Trump. Not with Obama, not with the Bushies, and not with the Clintons. That happened with Trump. Um, we have holding China accountable. We have a better trade deal with China. We're punishing China for, for them stealing intellectual property. China hated Donald Trump, and that's good for the United States. When a communist regime hates the American president, then we did something right. That is Trump's legacy. Um, folks, I could go on and on. But that's just some of the things that Trump did. That's the legacy he's leaving behind. And I say that because I know some of you Trump voters. I hear from you. I know you're very angry and you think Georgia was stolen. Look, I again, I'm telling with the data. Look, let me give you an example. Um, 20,000 voters, somewhere around 20,000, maybe just over 20,000, maybe just under 20,000. But right around 20,000 voters voted in the Republican primary um, this year. And did not vote in the general election in November. If those 20,000 Republicans that voted in the primary, if they had voted in the election in November, Donald Trump would have won Georgia. Okay? There was no fraud there. You did, I'm not saying there was no fraud completely. I'm just saying in this instance, you had 20,000. Biden only won by 12,000 or so votes. We had 20,000 voters who voted in the Republican primary who did not vote in the November election three weeks ago or four weeks ago that would have won it for trump so the question needs to be asked what are we going to do about the gop in georgia because somebody somebody didn't do their job if you had twenty thousand voters and that voted in the republican primary but the gop in georgia couldn't do a good enough job to get them out and and maybe the trump campaign didn't do a good enough job to get them out um but but I'm not going to put all this blame on the Trump campaign. I'm going to put a lot of the blame on the Georgia GOP because you didn't get these voters out. And a lot of you establishment people, Republicans out there, you just sat back on your laurels because you were fine with Biden getting in. Well, this is what happened in Georgia. You had 20,000 Republicans who sat on the sidelines and didn't vote four weeks ago. That's just the that example. If you look at North Georgia, if you look at North uh, up in Forsyth County, which is a which is a very prominent nice county in Georgia, uh, very red, very Republican. 
Um, only 70%, I believe, I believe the number 70% of the Republicans turned out to vote in November 2020. That hurt President Trump. And then you had some establishment uh, Republicans and never-Trumpers who, who well, the never-Trumpers, some of them didn't vote. And, hey, kudos to some of the never-Trumpers who did come over and vote for Trump this time. Kudos to them. Um, but there were some establishment Republicans that did not, did not vote for Trump. They voted for Biden, and then they voted Republican down ticket. Uh, that hurt Trump. So there's enough data in Georgia to show that had the turnout been there, it would have it would have been greater than the fraud. Uh, so, so understand and look, folks. I I'm not going to sugarcoat things for you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to play to your emotions. I am going to be real. This is the this is on point with Victor. Common sense and logic and facts, and that's what I'm going to deal with here. Now again. I'm a huge Trump supporter and will always be a Trump supporter, and I'm going to carry the MAGA flag every day into 2022, and I'm going to carry that MAGA flag all the way to 2024 because America's depending on it. The people are depending on the Trump voter for us to stay together and keep this movement going. We cannot look and say, oh, they're just going to steal it and sit down on our butts. Because if we look at it and say, well, I'm not going to vote because it's going to be stolen, then you know what? Then 100% chance the Democrats will win. We cannot do that. We cannot. We must, we must fight with our vote by staying together and staying in the game and staying on the field. We've got to stay on the field as a Trump voter with that MAGA flag. Don't let an establishment Republican – do not let an establishment Republican or a never-Trumper tell you to put down your MAGA flag. Don't do it, folks. You push back and you say, no, no, I'm going to team up and I'm going to save your butts this time because we're going to get out and we're going to vote for Purdue and we're going to vote for Leffler. We're going to hold the Senate, but we're going to hold that MAGA flag as well. And we're not going to let that go because the movement is too good, folks. America first is not a bad thing. If you think America first is bad, then you really need to stop, stop and think of what you're saying. Because let me tell you what America first means. America first means that the country that believes in freedom, the country that believes in liberty, the country that has a document, the only country that has a document that says our rights, our human rights are derived from God, not from government. That's the United States. And folks, some country is going to be the leader in this world. Some country in the world is going to be a global power. Now, do you want it to be the country that represents freedom and liberty? Do you want it to be the country that has a document, <clears throat> excuse me, that a document that that puts the people above government? A document that says what the government can't do to the people? A document that says your rights are derived from God? There is no greater power, so there is no government powerful enough to take your rights away. That's what the United States stands for. That's what the Constitution stands for. Do you want that country to be the, the, the leader in the world? Because I do. Because if it's not us, it's going to be a communist country in China. It's going to be a quasi-Marxist socialist uh, country that is Russia. Or it's going to be a uh, welfare state that, that believes in socialism. Uh, which are the other countries in Europe? The only country that believes in individualism and liberty and freedom, freedom from your government, that's the United States. So, folks, in the, if you are a globalist, if you're a Democrat because you think you're a globalist or you're a globalist because you think you're a Democrat, 
somebody's going to lead the world. Some country's going to be the superpower. Now, do you want China to be that superpower? China, the country that to this day has concentration camps. China, the country that to this day has re-education camps. China, to this day, that cages Muslims and people of other religions. The religion in China is government. That is communism. Everything I just told you about China is not a lie. Their human rights record is atrocious. But yet we have NBA players and NFL players and, and other and politicians and Hollywoodians that bow to China because of the almighty dollar. Now, you remember when I talked earlier in the show about the Democrat Party being the party of the elite, the party of the, the, the rich? Why do you think the Democrats love China? Because they're putting that dollar in front of any American citizen. That's your Democrat Party today, folks. So, again... Do you want a communist country being the superpower and leading the world? Do you want Russia, a, a, a country that's led by the the, uh, the guy that, that ran the KGB, um, the country that is trying to just willy-nilly, ah, we want to annex uh, the Ukraine. We want that back. We want the Soviet Union back. That's what Russia's trying to do. Do you want Russia to be the superpower of the world? Ask yourself, folks. Because I don't. I want the only country on the planet that represents liberty and freedom. I want that country to be to be the superpower, and that's the United States. Because, folks, when the United States is strong, then the world respects the United States. They respect the law. And when the United States is functioning and, 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 a, and just killing it with the economy, then the rest of the world can come up because we can help the rest of the world. All right, folks, we got to take a next break. Um, when we come back, I'll get into a little more, so don't go away. We'll be, we'll be right back. This is America's Web Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Hey guys, it's Minister Frankie with Shine His Light Ministries. It's getting cold outside and winter is coming. It's time to shine a little light on our friends on the street. We're collecting blankets and coats for the homeless all winter long. Please donate by going to our website at www.shinehislightministry.com or text 770-655- 8055. Hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving and a very Merry Christmas. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army with training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering. An Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
Hey, welcome back, folks. We are back. Okay, so I've got a great listener question that just came in. <laughs> this just made me laugh. And I, I, it's a good question. It's a legitimate point. So a listener in uh, Marietta, Georgia, of all places, hey, go visit India to Marietta. Okay, so this listener in Marietta, uh, he pointed out, he goes, if, if the Democrats are all the rich, if they're the rich party, then why should he be a Republican? <laughs> so that's a good question. Well, here's the answer. Because unless you are a part of the elite, you aren't going to be as rich as the elite political class. But as a Republican, as a conservative, let's say this, not, not so much a Republican, but a conservative, a conservative government, a republic that's led by conservative principles, then your boat is going to rise as high as you want it to rise. Um, so by, by voting conservative and working hard, your sweat equity is going to be your riches. Uh, so as as much as you want to get to and achieve, you can do it under conservative principles in the United States of America. Under the Democrat Party, unless you get elected some way, shape, or form, or somehow you join the elite political class, or somehow you work your way up so high in a corporation that you can play footsies with the Democrats, you ain't going to be that rich. Because if you are an independent rich person in the United States and the Democrats get their way, they're coming after you. Um, you aren't going to be so rich when they're done with you. By the done, by, by the time they're done taxing you and regulating the snot out of you, then you're going to be poor and you're going to be sharing the misery with the rest of the peasants. <laughs> so that is the answer to that question. But that was a very good question from the listener in Marietta. So thanks, thanks a lot for, for, for reaching out and listening. And I hope my answer was sufficient because, <laughs> you know, it would have been sufficient. Okay. Uh, and all my Jew friends are going to understand that. Um, all right. Uh, let, you know, since that caller brought up the good point about um, why, why voting conservative if, if the Democrats are all rich, um, let's get into some of Biden's plans. Um, now, I can talk a little more, and folks, you've reached out to me if you want to hear more about why, what I mean about s- Somebody in this world is going to, some country in this world is going to lead the way, and it better be the country that believes in freedom and liberty. Folks, there is no other United States anywhere in the country. You can, you can, you can't swing a dead cat and not hit a socialist country around the world, or a communist country, or a Marxist country. But there's only one country of freedom and liberty. There's one country with that wonderful document that restricts government, not the people. And that's the United States. So if you can't run and hide in the United States, there's nowhere else to run to. If you can't run to the United States to escape persecution, if you can't run to the United States to escape communism and Marxism and socialism, then there will be no other place to run to. So the United States, I'm telling you, folks, we don't want to lose this wonderful, wonderful um, form of government that we have. We're a republic, folks. Um, this incredible experiment that was started in 1776, we don't want to lose it. We don't. So, all right, let me get back now to a little bit, just bouncing off the question that the listener in Marietta asked about the <laughs> the, the Democrats being rich. Um, let's talk about some of Biden's agenda. Uh, folks, if we don't take the Senate and we allow the Democrats to control the House, to control the Senate, and to control the executive branch, if we allow that to happen – now, granted, it may only be for two years, but a lot of damage can happen in two years. Look what Obama did. The Obama-Biden ran through Obamacare. They basically took over, what, 60% of the economy, 
in two years because they had the House, they had the Senate, and they had the executive branch. We cannot allow that to happen now. And this is in the power of the voter in Georgia. So (laughs) my Georgia listeners, the weight of the world is on you. So we've got to vote for Purdue and Loeffler. Now, if because if we lose the Senate, look, Biden's got big progressive plans. Uh, Bernie Sanders said Biden would be the most progressive president we've ever had. And he's not kidding because Bernie Sanders has his hand so far up Biden's backside that um, Biden can only speak as fast as Sanders can move his hand. <laughs> All right. Sorry for giving you that image, but it's true. And when Sanders removes his hand to take a break, AOC's hand goes right uh, up the, up there. And uh, when AOC's hand is gone, Schumer's hand is there. When his hand is gone, then you've got Obama's hand and the Obama people. Folks, y- 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 you you can believe me because look at the people that Biden is surrounding himself with. The media is falling over themselves trying to say, historic woman here, historic woman there, please, whatever. Go look at all the women that Donald J. Trump appointed all over the place, in his cabinet, as his press secretary, you name it. He had some awesome, powerful women around him, and not one peep out of the media. Not one peep out of the media. And 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 I'm, I'm going to get off topic a little bit, but but by the way, the media that's telling you and me to shut up and move on, the media that's telling us that this was a perfect election in 2020, that that we shouldn't have any grievances because we have proof of fraud. Oh, that doesn't matter. It's the same media, folks, that told you for four years that Donald Trump stole the election in 2016. The media now that's telling you the election was perfect because they think Biden won, is now telling you to shut up because they, it was okay for them to accuse Trump and, and everyone else of stealing the election in 2016. For four years, they, they've been whining and crying and saying that we stole the election. And they went out in the streets. Look what they did, folks. They burned cities down. Has one city been burnt down from a Trump voter? No. Has one Trump voter gone and, and helped himself to to Target? No. Has one Trump voter gone out to Walmart and stole the TV? No. But the Biden voter did. Folks, I'm telling you, if you're a Democrat, you've got to step back and you've got to see what's in front of you. So much so afraid, so much of, uh, how do I say this? The left is so afraid that you might wake up, that you've got the mainstream media out there all, all this past weekend telling you, we really hope the Trump voter doesn't get too mad. We really hope the Trump voter doesn't take to the streets. Folks, find me one example of a Trump voter that took to the streets in violence. When we take to the streets, we do it with American flags. We do it with Trump flags. We do it with Make America Great Chance. And we drive in parades. And we, and we sing patriotic songs. That's what the Trump voter does. But you've got the lamestream media and Democrats going over pretending and trying to convince you that we're on the cusp of cities burning down because they, they're afraid the Trump voter is going to be too mad about the election. And it's, it's a farce, folks. The only voter that goes out and burns cities down and loots is the Biden voter, the Kamala voter, the Obama voter, the Schumer voter, the Pelosi voter. That's just the facts, folks. That's just the facts. So let me get back to some of these plans as, as we close out the show. Um, what Biden's got coming for you. If, if you, if we, if we lose the Senate, 
Biden Biden wants to take over your 401k, folks. How many of you regular workers out there have a 401k? How many of you have IRAs? How many of you have been have been squirreling away some of your sweat equity so that you can retire later in life? Well, you know what? Biden's coming for it. And he's also he's coming for your guns, which I'm sure Roger B. with Locked and Loaded is going to have a few things to say in his show coming up next. Because uh, he's coming for the Second Amendment. He's coming for the guns. He's coming for your 401k. He's coming for the First Amendment, folks. They want to put hate laws out there for hate language. All that does, folks, is pretty, pretty emotional words to go after your First Amendment rights. That's the Biden agenda. He's coming after fracking, folks. Bye-bye fracking jobs. Bye-bye oil drilling jobs. This is the Biden agenda. Hello, universal income. Hello, minimum wage. Bye-bye jobs. This is the Biden agenda. Bye-bye school choice. This is the Biden agenda. Bye-bye private health care. Kamala Harris said it herself. You can go look it up. She wants to outlaw and make private health care illegal. Biden's coming after your health care, folks. I, I, am, I cannot put it any plain and more simpler for you. So, all right, folks, that's all we have time for today. Um, we're reaching the end of the show. So listen, uh, just trust me when I tell you, we have to stick together. You, the, the Trump voter, I know you're angry and I know you're mad and you have every right to be because, uh, look, I don't know what happened in Pennsylvania, but Pennsylvania is a, is a mess. Arizona is a mess. Michigan's a mess. Wisconsin's a mess. So we got to stay vigilant and we have to prosecute the fraud, but we also have to move forward. And right now we've got to come together in Georgia, the Trump voter and the establishment Republicans, and we've got to get Senator David Perdue reelected and Kelly Leffler reelected. It's got to happen, folks. Got to happen. So, all right, folks, with that, I'm going to leave you. You guys have a wonderful week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Actually, we'll be back the following week because I'm going to be out of town next week. But uh, anyway, don't worry about it, folks. We'll be here. Uh, stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. coming up next. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.